0: Welcome back to Thinking About It. Uh, This is um, our podcast uh, up in the 80s, something like that. We're we're developing quite a library. And I am here today with a newcomer to Thinking About It in terms of our interviewees, Andrew Noble, who is an intern here at Grandview uh, into his second year. Well, I'm almost wrapping
1: up at the end of this year, so I'm pretty close to to being all done other than the internship now.
0: Okay, we want to talk about internships. The idea of young men, young women being um, helped in their ministry path by local churches has been around for a long time. I remember as an 18-year-old, 19-year-old, I was an intern in my church. They gave me 70 bucks a week or something and just bounced around. Wasn't really, in those days, wasn't really thought out, but... Uh, I did things that were helpful, but it's a little bit different now. And so, Andrew, we want to talk about your internship experience. You're a heritage student, and uh, you're working with us. And I think every church is interested in internships, and uh, there's always a better way to do it. And so... I thought it would be good for our listeners just to hear some of the insights that you have. You're a little bit more mature than than a lot of interns, at least than what I was. I'm so, older,
1: is what you're saying.
0: You're older, yeah. Okay, <laughs> and you're more mature than I was. So let's uh, let's just have that conversation uh, right now. What are what's been your internship experience here at Grandview?
1: Well, it started with a quick email to Dr. Fowler, and then within a day, he had send it to you and we were talking on the phone. Um, but yeah obviously at Heritage they have the mandate. If you're gonna graduate with a master's of divinity, you gotta you gotta do an internship. Dr. Barker actually told me years ago, because I've been taking part-time courses since twenty twelve. So he told me years ago, you gotta do your internship soon because people get to the end and then they leave it to the end. You gotta do it soon. Well I kept putting it off because I was very involved at the last church I was at. Um, but I wanted to get an experience at a different church. I'd been at a church for 10 years, um, a very small church. So there'd be benefit, um, to, to learning in a different context with different leaders. Um, much larger church, obviously a Grandview with different resources like theologians on site. Um, yeah, so it's, is that, that led to reaching out to, uh, to Dr. Fowler and then of course to you. So it's been a great year.
0: Yeah, and uh, we try. Most churches will try to compensate interns. It's it's just uh, something to be fair. Um, we were already maxed out. You came and you said you really, uh, for for reasons that are your own, uh, you you didn't need the income, uh, although you're certainly worthy of it. And so, uh, we were in a position where our internship budget was already maxed out. And so we said, hey, if this guy wants to be an intern on his dime, uh, we we had that conversation and uh, we worked it out and you, you entered into our internship relationship.
1: Well, if you want to be a pastor, um, I think it's, you know, you desire a noble task. I love that verse because it has my last name in it, but you know, it's something that you want to do regardless of the title or regardless of the pay. So, and I think in the context of Canadian ministry, there are churches who don't have the money to pay their pastors well, um, let alone interns. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so in just the reality of of the circumstances, um, that's even 10 years ago, or when I was 19, so 13 years ago, I was interested in going into ministry, but Mm -hmm. I also wanted to, you know, go into ministry well and still have an employable skill. So I worked for 10 years, which obviously helps financially to to take a couple years, you know, mm-hmm. unpaid perhaps to, to be an intern.
0: Um, yeah, the thing I liked about your letter, I think it was you who said, you'll do anything, even get coffee. <laughs> I thought, I like that spirit. I mean, internship is more than that, but uh, I, I like that attitude. And so I don't know that you've ever... Got coffee in your year here, but what are some of the things uh, to share with our listeners, um, meaningful internship experiences that you've had here?
1: Well, there's been, a, there's been multiple, obviously, every Tuesday to have the intern chats that we do that started on Zoom when it was super lockdown mode. Um, but those are super helpful conversations. And you didn't just take the approach of let's just chat about something, which is good. Sometimes you bring, hey, here's something the elders are talking about. Let's chat about that, which is always interesting to have the thrill of the conversation without the burden of responsibility to make it. Um, but you even took us through a study of the Book of Acts. You you studied the Bible with us. That I was, that was about your idea
0: because I felt sorry for you guys because you were already loaded up with books and stuff. And I thought, oh man, do I give them another course or do I lighten up and just have conversations? And but we did it.
1: Well, and you would say that learning in the context of ministry is different than learning in an academic setting, right? I mean, I've learned this from you in the context of these conversations. So. That's very important. It's important to not just see the Book of Acts as as a document on the shelf to get theology from, but a practice manual.
0: And those chats actually are normally an hour, but for the sake of that course, we made them two hours. Yep. And And that was a 15-week journey, I think it was, that we had. So that's every Tuesday. We meet with the other interns. There's about four of us. Mm -hmm. Count Nadala, I don't know, could be five.
1: Yeah and then on the Thursdays it became a consistent practice you would meet with the chair of the elders so obviously at Grandview you have the lead pastor yourself and then Jim at that time was the chair of the elders and you'd meet up pretty consistently on Thursdays and you just said oh come to that Andrew and I said to myself yeah. really
0: Yeah
1: I remember saying to my wife I was like I, I this is a pretty important meeting I got to make sure I'm quiet Yeah it was very important <laughs> Um so but I learned that you you established that relationship With Jim, you just chat over coffee. He gets the
0: coffee.
1: (laughs) So you're not sending the intern to do it. He kept offering to bring coffee to me, which was also instructive. This is part of the internship process. Yeah, and I didn't get that
0: when I was an intern. And I thought it would be good for you because Jim and I will have those conversations about um, how do we set the agenda for the elders? What are some burdens that I have, some concerns, uh, and how do we deal with it? And I thought, man, those are delicate conversations. And to be honest, um, some you didn't hear everything, but yeah, of course. You, but a lot of it, you you got the sense that here's how a pastor and an el- and an elder chairman work together.
1: Mm-hmm. And seeing a and seeing a great model of that, and even the model of of leadership that Jim is, um, and then we started working on projects together. So first principles. You you assigned that to me, knowing my interest. I mean, there was a couple conversations we had early on with Jacob and others about right. what, what's Andrew going to get up to here. But there was a real project and a burden of our our ministry of of teaching people the first principles of Scripture. So that became something that almost every week we are talking about. Right, that. Which,
0: for the sake of our listeners, first principles is a curriculum, for lack of a better word that seeks to establish believers in the elementary paradigms or the ways of thinking. Um, so we were doing that. In fact, Jim helped set that up. But with your project management background, which was very impressive when I read your resume, I thought, I mean, this is a no-brainer. So we just gave that over to you. He said, manage this, the first principles, ministry, its training, its administration, its promotion, And that's been your project.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And of of course, with guidance from you and Jim, because I didn't know that much about it, it, it became a collaborative effort. And then all of a sudden, Wendy got involved on this idea of, well, what if it was easier for people to reflect on the first principles and see how they're doing. And then that led down. And that, that's my passion is helping people, you know, disciple one another, not just happening mm-hmm. at church events, big central events, but what about in the day-to-day in life and in mentorship relationships? Um, and so that that So you're, so you're leading
0: that, but you're kind of new to that whole curriculum. So around that time we the, the, the you and a few others actually went through one of the first principles books i think we did or well, you, we are you
1: you basically we were like well let's practice this out and then you mentored me so you you started meeting with me and talking about how you know i'm doing in the first principles which was also a formative experience but did we go
0: through one of the books just you and me or
1: no i think we we went through the self assessment but well you started taking me in we did the retired men's uh first principles and then
0: Okay, so talk about that. What what is that?
1: Well well I had been saying that like let's try to study the first principles in more context than just Sunday nights, like our, our Sunday night learning center ministry. Um, and then you had a burden for a particular individual who is very new in the faith, hasn't been baptized yet, needs to go over the first principles. And so you said, Well, let's start let's start doing this. And so I say, great, I'll help advertise. You might know some people, I might know some people in the church that we can tap on the shoulder. And now we're meeting every Thursday mornings on a, at a time that's very convenient for me as, mm-hmm. as a guy with two young kids to meet at 9am is great. Right. Retired men, they don't need to be there anywhere at 9am normally, so they can join us. And that's, that's been every week for the past, I don't know, 18, 19 weeks now. Right,
0: so one of, the, one of the things I was concerned about you coming on is that you don't just lead stuff and administrate stuff, but you get into the weeds. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're really discipling real people, not just talking about it. So the, the, And you've, you've done that in the Learning Center. I think you've taught yep. one of the books. In, so you're teaching, and then with our men, you and I do that together. And uh, I think you finished, you did finish it off today where you made the the big application. Just four guys, was five, and we get together. And so I've been able to observe you, just handle scripture, lead a conversation, and then uh, afterwards we'll just chat a little bit how that went.
1: Which is huge because so often in mentoring, relationships, it's only in a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. It's not in the reality. So doing it with you and doing it over time. And then, yeah, when you, like any tip you give, whether, cause you've given me a lot of positive feedback as well as corrections. So then it, it helps guide me like, uh, in fact,
0: today I, g- I gave a little tip too. I told you not to be something. What was it I said? Just so theoretical, What
1: theoretical or academic or something.
0: E- I said it in a, a way like that I was trying to compliment you at the same time, warn you yes. not to be too fuzzy and, and academic. Oh, vague or ambiguous. Vague, yeah, vague. And then you get to the point. So sometimes that's what I got to say. And you, you heard that. Okay, one more thing. We got three minutes left. Preaching.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that going to happen? Is that important? Is, did you, you took a course of preaching at Heritage. So where are you at with Preaching.
1: I love the idea of it. Who knows if God has gifted me and will provide that type of opportunity. Um and as I said earlier, like regardless of the title or the role, you can be teaching people in all of life. You can you can preach using words in all of other places. But yes, there's something unique about the Sunday morning. You have me preaching in a week and a half. We just spent about half an hour or more going again over the sermon, probably the third time mm-hmm. we've discussed it together. Mm-hmm. So lots of an, an iterative process. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. In some ways it feels like this big deal because it's the capstone of the entire internship. But in other ways, it's it's just the role of
0: but it's a big, being a pastor. It's a and a process here because you, you had to get your outline done mm-hmm. by a certain date because so it, it gets published. Then there's also life group study questions, which have to be written up. I don't know that you need to do that, though, because...
1: Well, Wendy and I talked, so she... I'll, I'm on it.
0: Okay, so that means you get questions and you give context and answers to the questions, and then there's something that's got to go on our social media. So there's a domino effect, and so you've been through that whole process. It's not just pr- preparing a sermon, but you've got to cooperate with everything else here.
1: Well, and that's been a learning experience in and of itself. There's in a big church, there's different things that need to be in place and um, which gives an opportunity for innovation. I think that's one of the more surprising things that Grandview is quite open to trying new things and, and making sure we're following God in every sort of way. And you can do a small ministry here and there. Um, But, but yeah, it's, it's definitely more work.
0: Well, Andrew Noble, Uh, we are really enjoying um, your internship here. I've, been glad to get to know you. You've added something to our conversations. We're looking at another year of, right? Is it another year?
1: Well, I'll, I'm happy to stick around indefinitely. You're so here, I'll, but the
0: program properly ends.
1: Right now, really. Almost at the, now. At the
0: end of January. So, Yeah, but you're already here. I can't, I need you. Well, you're, I want to keep helping out. Don't go. <laughs> I,
1: and, and, and thank you to say it publicly. And I know others would say this too, that you take an interest in interns. You take an, in, an interest in the future of the church. And it's very easy as a lead pastor who needs to preach as much as you do and lead as many people as you do. So thank you for uh, taking the time and me.
0: My pleasure. On that note, I uh, will have to sign off. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, until next time, I'm Bob McGregor and this is...
1: This is uh, Thinking About It.
0: With Andrew Noble. That's me. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm.